Have you thought about playing another class? Or maybe it's your first time playing. Well, we've got you covered. Welcome to Class Outline. Hello everyone, I'm your host Dre Segura and welcome to Let It Roll's Class Outline, where we discuss a bit more into each class or subclass. Today's topic, Path of the Beast, the Barbarian subclass. I'm joined today with James Kirk. Howdy. So Path of the Beast, when you choose this at level three from the Barbarian, you're basically someone that likes to descend from a shapeshifter and you choose your origin when you decide to take Path of the Beast. You can be from a Lycanthrope, you can be anywhere from an Arc Druid, you can have a Fey Spirit, or you can just have an ancient animal spirit that dwells within you. Uh, third level, when you choose this path, you enter Rage, and you can transform, revealing the bestial power within you. Until the Rage ends, you manifest natural weapons that count as simple weapons for you. You add your Strength modifier to the attack and damage rolls when you hit with it, as normal. And each time you Rage, you get pick between three attacks. Bite. Your mouth transforms into a bestial muzzle and gain mandibles if you got choice. It deals 1d8 piercing damage on hit. Once on each of your turns, when you damage your creature with this bite, you can regain a number of hit points equal to your proficiency, provided that you have less than half your hit points when you hit. Not bad. Wish they had that little extra on there, but it's a decent ability. Secondly, you can get claws. Each of your hands transform into a claw, which you can use as a weapon. If it's empty, it deals 1d6 slashing on a hit. Once during each of your turns, when you attack with a claw using an action, you can make one additional attack from your claw as part of the same action. So you can get three attacks then, right? Because if you use your attack action, that's one, two, and then bonus action attack. Well, there's builds you can get a little bit more. Yep. We'll get into that later. Third option is tail. You grow a lashing spiny tail, which deals 1d8 piercing damage on a hit and has the reach property. A creature you see within 10 feet of you hits you with attack roll. You can use your reaction as a tail swipe. Roll d8, apply the bonus to your AC. The number rolled, potentially causing the attack to miss you. That's a great use of a reaction. Oh, yeah. But again, you also got to realize your reaction could be your attack of opportunity. It could be a, if you have a feat that gives you your reaction use. Or if, I mean, now usually if you're a barbarian, you're not going to be a spellcaster. But spellcasters, obviously, you know, they have the shield. But just throwing that tidbit out there. Because you might be a spellcaster that dabbled a bit into a barbarian. And then just as a reaction use to it, you can't be, I guess, unless you're doing a homebrewed campaign, you can't really be casting spells while you're raging anyways. I do want to mention that it says in the beginning of this Form of the Beast section, each time you rage with Form of the Beast, it says that's when you choose the weapon's form. It's not when you attack every single time. So I guess if you're if you're playing with a DM who is more specific about wordplay, then this is where they might say you can only choose one and you got to stay with that the whole time. You cannot swap in between each one of those you choose one once you rage though right but maybe you want to switch it up halfway through the battle you're like you know what i don't need my claw attack maybe i i want to keep a bite attack because now i want to you know get my regained health points back if i can 
Well, the way around that is you end your rage and then you start it back up again. And then you're just wasting rages, though. It depends on however you do it. I mean, then again, you can regain it on a short rest or a long rest. So depends on where you're at on your situation. Or if your DM just allows it, screw it. You know what? Just try to weasel your way in that way. That's even better. <laughs> at sixth level, you get Bestial Soul. The feral power within you increases, causing natural weapons of your form of the beast to count as magical for the purpose of overcoming resistance and immunity to non-magical attacks and damage. You can also alter your form to help you adapt to your surroundings. When you finish a short or long rest, choose one of the following benefits, which lasts until you finish your next short or long rest. So I want to say that when you decide this, it will reset on your short rest if that comes before your long rest, just as the way the wordplay is going to go. But you can choose one of three options. The first one is climbing. You gain a climbing speed equal to your walking speed, and you can climb difficult surfaces, including upside down on ceilings without needing to make an ability check. The second option you can choose is jumping. When you jump, you can make a strength or athletics check and extend your jump by a number of feet equal to the check's total. You can make this special check once per turn. Or the third option is swimming. You gain a swimming speed equal to your walking speed and you can breathe underwater. This is this is very good exploration ability. Yeah, I mean, I really love the idea that you gain a breathing ability as well as swimming from this section. Oh yeah. So if you play a seafaring campaign, every time. <laughs> or perhaps you know what? There's a, a a beast in the water who is fighting you guys from within the water, and you want to get in there and attack at its main section. You're gonna switch it up to swimming and pfft, jump right in there. If you didn't already choose something from the beginning. Or, if you want to be really creepy, you could crawl on the ceiling like the Grudge. <laughs> sure can. At 10th level, when you've picked this feature, you get Infectious Fury. When you hit a creature with your natural weapons while you are raging, the beast within you can curse the target with Rabid Fury. The target must succeed on a Wisdom saving throw equal to your DC, which is 8, plus your Con, plus your Proficiency or suffer one of the falling effects. The first one is, the target must use its reaction to make a melee attack against another creature of your choice that you can see. Second feature, which is really good, the target takes 2d12 psychic damage. You can use this feature a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus, and you regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. And at 10th level, your proficiency bonus is a four, so just as a tidbit. Pretty good. Next up, we have Call of the Hunt at level 14. The beast within you grows so powerful that you can spread its ferocity to others and gain resilience from them joining your hunt. When you enter your rage, you can choose a number of other willing creatures you can see within 30 feet of you, equal to your constitution modifier. You gain five temporary hit points for each creature that accepts this feature. Until the rage ends, the chosen creatures can each use the following benefit once on each of their turns. When the creature hits a target with an attack roll and deals damage to it, the creature can roll a d6 and gain a bonus to the damage equal to that rolled number. You can use this feature a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus and regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. That's a pretty good ability. A little bit of support for the party. And at level 14, that's five times. Yeah, not too bad. If you ever wanted to play a werewolf, this is your chance. Yes, this is probably one of the ones that I can definitely see. And some classes do get an increase in damage output from their melee weapons per higher levels. Whereas this one, you already get a pretty decent attack from the claws with a 1d6 slashing rather than a 1d4. 
or and you also get you know the two attacks or the three attacks depending on how you make your class out i think at later levels the tail is going to be what you want if you get a magical sword you're not going to want to use the claws i feel like yeah because you can only use the claws when your hands are empty and with that, I believe we've covered everything within the Path of the Beast subclass of the Barbarian. We hope you enjoyed today's content and I hope you also learned something new or discovered a different way to apply these features. Yeah, if you would like to discuss a bit more, you can find us at our socials linked in the description of this episode. And again, we appreciate you for listening and I hope you look forward to more content like this. Don't forget, let it roll.